Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Welcome to Roll Doll series, and we're reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and we're just a couple episodes away from a couple until a couple spooky stories, because spooky season goes all the way through December 13th for our spooky kid lovers. Okay, ready? I mean spooky loving kids. Spooky loving kids? Spooky story loving children? I don't know. Chapter 29, the other children go home. We must go down and take a look at our friends. Our little friends, before we do anything else, said Mr. Wonka, he pressed a different button and then dropped lower as soon as it was hovering just above the entrance gates to the factory. Looking looking down now, Charlie could see the children and their parents standing in a little group just inside the gates. I can only see three, he said. Who's missing? I expect it's Mike TV, Mr. Wonka said, but he'll be coming along soon. Did you see the trucks? Mr. Wonka pointed to a line of gigantic covered vans in a line nearby. Yes, Charlie. What are they for? Yes, Charlie said. What are they for? Don't you remember what I said on the golden tickets? Every child goes home with a lifetime of sweets, and there's only one truck. There's one truckload for every each and every one of them, loaded to the brim. Aha, Mr. Wonka went on. There goes our friend Augustus Glop. Do you see him? He, Gloop. He's sitting. He's getting into the first truck with his mother and father. You mean you mean he's really all right? Asked Charlie, astonished, even after going up that awful pipe. Pepe, you're making me fall off the bed, honey, sitting on that. You can, if you want to sit there, just sit like this. Perfect. He's very much all right, said Mr. Wonka. He's changed, said Grandpa Joe, peering down through the glass of the elevator. He used to be fat. Now he's as thin as a straw. Ah, look at that. Of course he's changed, said Mr. Wonka, laughing. He got squeezed in the pipe, don't you remember? And look. There goes Miss Violet Beauregard, the great gum chewer. It seems as though they've managed to ju- dejuice her after all. I'm so glad. And how healthy she looks, much better than before. But she's got a purple face, cried Joe. Grandpa Joe, so she is. Oh, she's purple in the face, cried Grandpa Joe. So she is, said Mr. Wonka. Ah, well, there's nothing we can do about that. Good gracious, cried Charlie. Look at that poor Veruca Salt and Mr. Salt and Mrs. Salt. They're simply covered with rubbish. Oh, and here comes Mike TV, said Grandpa Joe. Good heavens, what have they done to him? He's about 10 feet tall and as thin as a wire. Look. Oh. They've overstretched him on the gum stretching machine, said Mr. Wonka. How very careless. But how dreadful for him, cried Mrs. cried Charlie. Nonsense, said Mr. Wonka. It's very lucky. Every baseball team in the country will be trying to get him. But now, he added, it's time that we left these four silly children. I have something very important to talk to you about, my dear Charlie. Mr. Wonka pressed the, another button, and oop, and the lift swung upwards in the sky. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Ooh, what do you think he's going to tell him? Oh, you already know you've listened to this book before. <laughs> 